0: For your Saturday morning, we've got you covered with all things sport with a
1: side of carry-on.
2: Calling on my friends for the weekend. This is what we're going to do. Triple M's Weekend Huddle. Nestle
1: in
3: in a semi-disorderly manner.
1: Ryan Daniels,
0: Danny Shuey and Tom Atkinson. Take it away. It's going down. Good
4: morning, Saturday morning with Ryan Daniels, Danny Shuey and Tom <laughs> Atkinson. It's your Weekend Huddle. I've changed the opener on us, Dan.
5: Yeah, what do you mean?
4: They've cut our names out of it.
5: Uh-oh, oh, that's, were you waiting for them to say That's, okay? that's yeah. not a good sign, oh, I wonder what that said. In so my awful.
0: experience, if your name gets cut out of something, it's usually
4: bad.
5: Yeah, we're just being tested out. We're not the actual
4: show yet. <laughs> if you're uh, waking up this morning, a bit of smoke around this morning, a bit hazy out there as so we uh, bit... head for a top of 31 degrees today. Not a purple haze, though. Not a purple oh. haze. Might be the smoke coming from hey. Bontempelli in the midfield.
5: There was a patch of the game where they were having a real crack, and I oh, thought... Yeah. Yeah. That was a good eight what? minutes. was a good eight minutes. A good eight minutes. Well, that's the eight minutes that I saw. <laughs> You're so... <laughs> such a glass
0: half full. I thought I was glass half full. You've got a jug full. Uh... Hey,
5: I'm back from the Outback, boys. I don't know if you saw the red dirt on my shoes as I walked in. I've been up north this oh, week. And so I've got authentic. Some, some stories to share about the Outback. But if anything goes down in the studio today, I've got you covered. You can't so.
0: see her, but she's chewing some straw. She's yeah. got yeah, her, got her RM on. Williams on and her <laughs> Uh
4: Big show coming up. The... Uh, or Triple M's spiritual leader Like Lockie claims to be the spiritual leader And he is of WA But JB will be in the yes, studio Yeah, the great James Brayshaw He's in Perth, of course Called the game last night We've got some great prizes to give away With Beat the Huddle And we're going to find out. There's a man from Perth who's going to row from Carnarvon to Tanzania. Crazy. Lost his absolute mind, I reckon. We'll catch (laughs) up with him as well. But next up, though, what happened last night? Rhino's going to break it all down. Mm. Lobster's tears. The beers were being drunk. And uh, Rory had the uh, last word. The dog's too good. Good morning. It's your Saturday morning weekend huddle. Ninety-two point nine Triple M. Did
5: Ryan just fall <laughs> off his chair.
4: Ninety-two point nine Triple M's weekend <laughs> huddle is. Ryan's just done his back in the studio. <laughs>
0: oh, the, the headphones are falling apart.
4: My headphones are on the floor. He's
5: not. He's not quite the radio. Man, yet is he like he's no. like you do. You, you've done a, bit, a lot of radio, but you're still Not quite really. television with the headphones. Yeah. You look a bit awkward. <laughs> right. and you've got your oh, oh, hands. You on. You guys
4: look so cool <laughs> with your headphones. <laughs> on. Uh, coming up next, Mrs. Malcolm Douglas. Danny you will break oh, yes. down what mm-hmm. happened up north. Right. He's uh, been talking it up all morning Uh, But first up though, last night Things didn't quite go to plan For the Fremantle Dockers
0: Trelaw to Williams Oh, a little sidestep was
1: brilliant He'll finish this off with one of the goals of the year
0: Back
4: to Trelaw From 50, I just beat his opponent it to English, 20 out What a team
0: goal Hugo plays on and picks it 50 metres in the air it's 25 metres out. Bond couldn't take it. Trelaw could. Kicks towards goal. It's
1: travelling. It's gone through. Big win, doggies.
4: They got the job done last night. They uh, well, they belted the Dockers runner.
0: They did, and just some of your best work in there, Tommy. I was enjoying oh, a bit that. bit too
4: much. locking if you ask me. Yeah, montage. I know.
5: You, you,
0: you, you cut it. you got to put more of your own work
5: in there. What are you
4: doing? We'll, we'll blame the producers. <laughs>
5: <Jeez>. <laughs> Here's one for you straight off yeah, the top. Yeah, shoot. When, before the, the game started, mm-hmm. everyone ran at Rory Lobb, yes. most of the Frio players. Yeah. Now- Yeah, there's a few. I get it. Like, okay, you have that little bit of biff with someone that you used to play with, and you left the club on not- so great terms, yeah. Discussed... Th-
0: a few grenades, Roiser, as he yeah. left the um, the club, which you know, it's his own prerogative.
5: But is it a bit much going at him that hard straight away, or is it setting the tone? Mm. Like, is I it... loved it. I
0: loved it. I loved the theatre of it. I like, yeah, that's what the crowd wanted. That's what people pay their money to see. That if you, were, when we were there, Tommy, that everyone yeah. was up and about for that moment.
5: I didn't right? expect
0: it to happen. Really? At the start.
4: Well,
5: I think when you see the captain running over and just getting straight into him, that does set the tone. It's a clear statement. Yeah, It
4: clearly shows that they do not like Rory Lobb. It's not just his back playing. It it had more to it than a normal hey, he's just back playing against uh, his former team. I
0: think, I'm not sure about the first one, but there were moments throughout that game where I thought, "Geez, I'm not sure all of this is just, you know, well, a You bit mentioned of fun.
4: off-air before Sam Sturt. Oh and yeah, look, Rory went... I, I, look, I don't know it.
0: anything about their personal
5: relationship. <laughs> no, I, of course.
0: I'm just a body language doctor, <laughs> yeah. and if you look at it, I would have thought that the, there was some animosity at stages. Oh,
5: they genuinely looked like they wanted his head. They like, really Their did. eyes look, were fired up. At yeah. the
0: end of the day, maybe it was part of a distraction. Justin Longmear says it wasn't, and I uh, have to take him at face value, but maybe for some of the players, they did overthink it a little bit and got yeah. a little bit too excited about it. We pumped it up all week on every single media outlet. There was beer being made. There was mm. all kinds of things for this, and it was a great spectacle. Um, but in terms of the actual footy, that's where the real concern lies for the Dockers. Yeah. They were
4: slow out of the gates, and they were lucky they weren't probably eight or nine goals down in the first quarter. That was six behinds to, to a couple of goals at the start. And the Dogs, I thought, dominated, for, apart from that five-minute burst, yeah. for... All the game around the ball, like Bontempelli, he amazing. should
0: be—he's a freak of a footballer. Yeah, he's amazing, and the, the sheer size of him too. When you're watching him live, and he's just—he shouldn't be able to do the things he does at that size. The the the, the main issue, I mean, like watching that game too it was like the first half, or the most of the first half. It was very similar to that elimination final last year where Frio ended up coming back. But the, you can't just bank on yourself to be able to come back from forty odd down every single time. When they got that run on, I thought, here we go. This is some of the Dockers of old. But there was a lot of different issues that they're getting smashed at stoppages, smashed. Uh, and Longmuir last night was talking about it's, it's an inexperienced midfield compared to the midfield they were going up against. That's true. Oh. Yeah, Bonson, Pelly, McRae, Trelaw, Liberatore, these are seasoned midfielders. Andy Brayshaw and Caleb Sorong are stars, but they're still – 21 22 23 can we like talk about andy brayshaw you have
4: the inside word on mm. several of the big guns yeah is he carrying a significant injury because in I, that third term mm. when they needed the midfield to stand up
0: he yep. was on the bench for i reckon about yeah. half of it I, it's not a significant injury but there is something there with a the knee there's a little bit of a soreness something bugging him. Yeah, yeah i'm not sure on the specifics but i do know that he's been carrying it all season. Now, it's something that they believe that he can play through, but that probably means he's not going to be at his best. And that might be why we haven't seen him reach the heights that he reached last year. He's been
5: fine,
4: but he hasn't
0: been last year's Andy Brasher. Mm. And Danny, you would know, like through Luke, if
4: someone has a little niggle and they're playing through, it can really affect them out there. It
5: can really affect them. Yes, it can. Thank you, Tom. It can really affect them. So I'm going to go into bat for Andy Brayshaw. And so I thought he had a really good, he had nine tackles. I don't think anyone's, I I don't think anyone's smashing
0: Andy Brayshaw. I think it's more, it's some, it's some understanding. Now I've been trying to digest Fremantle season as it goes. And I think the issue is, well, not the issue, but we see this sometimes with young teams. They pop, for a year, and then the the rest of the league pays a bit of attention to them, maybe the players individually, and go, geez, how do we stop Andy Brach, or How do we stop Hayden Young? How do we stop, you know, and the list goes on. You can see regression. West Coast 2015, they make a grand final.
4: That's the example, yeah. And, and
0: then they come right back to the pack. And if you look back on history, we've seen it many, many times. The Bulldogs popped. They just happened to win a flag in the year mm. they popped. The year after, they went straight back down that ladder. So this can happen. There's no guarantee that you go back up the ladder, but this is starting to feel like a year of regression for Fremantle where they really need to take a close look at how they want to play, who's actually going to take them forward, um, and where they want to go.
4: And just on the Rory lob stuff, well done to Rory for embracing it. He yeah. spoke a couple of times. I think BT uh, had the uh, the oh, lobs of tears beers
0: downstairs. You're and baiting me here. He
4: took a can in and gave it to Rory, yeah. and they they what put a great picture idea up on by social BT. media. Great, great idea great. by BT. Yay, wow, yeah, wow, what a legend. Nothing he- to
0: do with me. Who came up with the idea? <laughs> And I wanted to do it myself, but obviously oh, the big dog just, you know. Good he, on you, Rhino. He's a good good
5: unit. <laughs>
4: Earning
0: your keep. Anyway, it doesn't
4: get any easier for the Dockers this week. They've got a tough game coming up. Yeah. they got a tough stretch over the next six weeks. So, fingers Brisbane, crossed.
0: Brisbane at the Gabba next yeah. Saturday. The next month includes Sydney and Geelong as well. It's tough.
4: Yeah, and then Melbourne. So. Oh, God. Well, good luck to the Dockers. Hopefully they like, can... Turn things around as we get into Kid Leroy, 92.9, triple M. heading for a top of 30 today, Dan, so nice and warm. You'll warm. be taking the kids down to the beach, I'm sure.
5: I will, and uh, we uh, don't live too far from the coast, either, I will say. So oh, jeez, must,
4: must, yes. must
0: be nice. Hey, uh, <laughs> There's the, the latest <laughs> humble brag, I wouldn't even call that. On the V8s. I was
4: reading
5: something while I was saying that. So V8s
4: meets OnlyFans. We'll mm. find out with Rusty what's happening next yeah, up. Yeah,
5: that's an odd one. Okay, now I need to tell you guys, so... I took the little guy, Ollie, school holidays up to two station stays. Left the coast. Uh, left the coast. Left the tough. coastal life. Head out in a camper van up north. Have you, have you got some tunes for me there, Tommy? That's right. People around, oh, wow. people around town are starting to call me Danny Kernigan.
0: They're not. They are. <laughs> no, because, no
5: because I tell you what, now I headed out on this trip. Now, have you ever stayed at a station before?
0: I have, actually,
4: yeah. Where? No, I haven't. You, <laughs> yeah.
5: you haven't lived. He's been yeah.
4: drunk at the back of BP passed out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is
1: That's not station. Is that count?
5: Now, uh, Mellonby's four and a half hours north and Melangada, uh, I should say, is a few hours further. So in total, I was about seven and a half hours north of Perth. If you oh. haven't stayed at stations, you've got to take the kids. You're about to have a bub, Tommy. Yes. Put that on the list, a family holiday, because... It strips things back. It's like simple life skills. You're learning how to light a fire. There's not much to do there, so they learn how to be bored, and I'm a big believer in them being great family holidays. Now, you're going to laugh at this, but as much as I harp on about being this big outdoors girl, Luke wasn't with me, so I'm lighting my own fire, setting up the van, getting the awning out cooking dinner on the camp oven. Look, I, I'm not kidding. I had to do it all, right? Didn't
4: you have a whole crew and film crew with you?
5: No, I had one cameraman. This is for the four-wheel drive show on Channel 7. You should know, Good Rhino. Plug. Channel 7. Good, Good plug. plug. <laughs> 5.30 on Channel 7 today, Saturdays. Uh, now, it's, the episode will come in a few weeks. So the cameraman Chris is with me, but he's out doing stuff, so he's busy. So the whole essence of the show is you're getting the proper experience. Now, I can pretty much do anything outdoors, but I can't do reptiles. Snakes, lizards, geckos. I imagine
0: there'd be a few of them out in the station.
5: Now, I did drive over a snake up north, but uh, we were headed out to meet people that lived there and they said, hey, he came out today. And I went, oh, who? And they said, Geronimo came to visit. And I'm going, Hmm. oh, Geronimo. Come on, come and have a look. Does he
4: work at the station?
5: Well, this is I had no idea who Geronimo was. And they're going, come on, bring your little guy. I let let him have a look. And there was a burrow on the floor and they've kind of gone, just stand back a little bit because sometimes when he comes out, he can be a bit excited. So they're throwing food down this burrow. And I said, what, what are we looking for? Because in my head I'm thinking it better not be a snake, right? <laughs> they were looking for a bung arrow. Do you know what a bung arrow is? It's one of those I mean, massive no lizards. It's a massive lizard. They could be up to like a metre, two metre like long. Oh, like
0: one of the big dragon things. Big dragon the things Komodo with the claws. look no. no.
5: Very similar to no. one of those dragon things, right? So they're trying to coax him out, throwing apple down the burrow and all that, and I'm standing back holding Ollie. Now, while I was standing there thinking I'm really nervous, in fact, I was. I was proper, proper shitting myself. <laughs> I've just turned around to kind of look at my surroundings to see if I need a run where I can go. Geronimo. No. Sneak attack. Right, no, he was right behind me, oh. like, staring at my calves. No. And I've just looked down and gone, oh, hello, Geronimo, hello. And then I've gone, Donna, I've found him because I didn't want Ollie to get scared. So then I go, like, Hey, come to mummy. I've just picked him up. and I, I just, thought you meant
0: you picked up Geronimo. No. I like, no like, but I've picked
5: up Ollie and you have never seen anyone walk slowly out of a situation <laughs> right behind me. But anyway,
3: I didn't wow. get attacked right, So you
5: could say that... Uh, There'll be a new survival in the Outback series on seven coming (laughs) soon. (laughs) You Oh,
0: Tommy.
1: Pedal to the middle.
0: And it's lights out. And away we go.
1: This is Rusty's Motorsport Update. Bendix brakes.
2: Put your foot down with
4: confidence. 92.9 Triple M, it's your weekend huddle. Now, this is my favourite time of the week. Time to talk motorsport. And for this, we turn to this man, Greg Rust. Morning, Rusty.
3: How are you? Morning. All a huddle on a on a weekend's always good when we talk a bit of sport, <laughs> isn't
0: it? <laughs> yeah,
4: now, Rusty's here from Rusty's Garage Podcast, which you can get for free on the Listener app or uh, L-I-S-T-N-R to check that out, Rhino.
0: Yes, and, mate, we want to talk about Shane. Van Gisberg, and he may have been a bit unhappy with the new generation supercars at round one, but he is re-signed with the Red Bull team. He's not going anywhere.
3: No, he's not. This is timely. Before they come your way in a week's time, the trucks are already uh, starting to head across the the Nullarbor for the the Perth round of the championship. So he was a little miffed, obviously, after round one with the the new cars. He's talked about, you know, perhaps needing to be a bit better with the, the press in the wake of that, but he's also tried to work with the category on improving the cars as well. And anyway, it turned out that... They had a crash uh, with his car on the Thursday at the Grand Prix meeting and uh, he said it was kind of in that moment when he watched the devotion of the team, the way they helped rebuild the car but he just knew how special it was to be working with that outfit and he wanted to, to continue it. So he's 33 now, this will basically take him to at least a decade with the Triple Eight operation and within the details of the release it sounds like they've um, re-signed his young teammate in Brock Feeney as well so two of the prized seats and supercars are sorted and the people that are already driving them are not going anywhere, which is a cool, cool story.
5: Rusty, Mark Winterbottom, of course from Bathurst winner and series champion. Now, he's going to chalk up a special milestone next week when the sport heads here to WA for round three.
3: Yeah, exactly. So, 600 race starts. I mean, you guys know when a cricketer, um, you know, walks on to the pitch and they've racked up a a huge amount of runs or or wickets or, you know, same for AFL players when they, they, um, you know, hit those milestones of games they've played in and so on. To think that, I still look at him like he's that young go karter, and he's won, (laughs) as you rightly detailed in the the question there, a Bathurst and a championship as well. Um, He would nearly, had it not been for an incident early in his career in China where he freakishly hit this Great that popped up on the track in Shanghai and sort of ripped open the bottom of the race car. He was very lucky that day. Um, He actually may have chalked up 600 straight race starts. So he's been a model of consistency and he's still, we're going to release a podcast chat with him on Monday, in fact, about this. And he's still got some good fire in the belly. Now this uh, this last one has Danny very excited
4: because she's actually looking for a side hustle. So former racer Renee Gracie, who went off and became an OnlyFans star, uh, is making a return to driving.
3: I have been what a contrast! How the, how the, how the <laughs> I today about this, there's no way I could ever do anything like that. I'd be in debt. I wouldn't be making money. So oh, I reckon, you,
5: I reckon you could model your
3: feet, Rusty.
5: Don't oh, disregard your feet. No, there's a lot of people making money. No, off we'd there.
3: sign up, Rust. We'd sign up just just because <laughs> we're mates. <laughs> To her credit, she she left motor racing six years ago. She's obviously gone off and played in that space, as you've detailed, and and been quite a success. Um, It's enabled her now to go and and indulge the the passion of motor racing that she still has. So one of the support categories there in Perth next week is the GT Championship. So she's going to be driving uh, an Audi, a cool sports car. She's not driven the car yet, and there won't be an opportunity to do that until she gets over to, to WA with you guys. So the first time it hits the track is... Um, the moment she'll be reacquainted with um with racing. So when she was competing, she was sort of mid-tier in the supercars, and she did a couple of wildcard appearances at Bathurst and so on, didn't kind of massively set the the world on fire, but she's obviously a big star in the other game now, and and only fans are, are backing. Her bid to go racing again, and they're going
4: to make a doco on it too. So there you go. There you go. We all have, uh, get fired from here. We can all go play in that same space. Uh, Thank you, Rusty. We'll catch you next week with the V8s heading to Perth. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan remembers he can't talk when the microphones are on. Still getting the hang of this radio thing. (laughs) Did you Uh, try to
5: talk just then? Yeah, a little bit.
4: Heading for a top of 30 today, and we are off after this to the Saturday Rob kind of preview before the uh, Eagles take on Port Adelaide. And uh, James Brayshaw, the captain of the ship, is in town. He'll be in the studio with us just after 9 o'clock, Rhino. Yes, he certainly will. And, Danny, you've
0: <laughs> come up with an idea.
5: Yes. I'm you've got different. your recruiting hat on. I've got my... Footy recruiting hat on, and you two are your, you are you two are your okay. sport nuffs, right? But yeah. I'm going to have a crack at putting a question out there. You're just a regular one, one triple three five three. Give us a call if this spikes your interest. So considering where. West Coast and Freo are currently at in the season, right? Mm -hmm. It's round six, and I think West Coast are sitting 17th on the ladder. and Second last, tanking. Don't call it second last. They're 17th. (laughs) They're 17th best team. (laughs) Yes. Out of 18. And are 13th. Now, considering where your team is currently at, now this can be broader than that. It can be any team that you support. If you could bring back any player to your team when they were in their prime to help, play out the rest of the season, who would it be and why? For example, you might say Nick Nat when he was in his prime rucking days. When was that? 2014? Probably two years ago. 2016? Oh, yeah, of course, when he won (laughs) won the best of Ferris. It's all a blur for me. All right, I've had kids. Maybe
0: Coxie comes back, Prime Dean Cox for West Coast. Maybe early Judd comes in. Who
5: does your team need right now Mm. when they were in their prime to help, help, Could you throw it
0: back even like a Gary Ablett senior – 1989 version of Gary Ablett. But I want, to, but I want to know
5: why. Like, what right. did Geelong need yeah, yeah. right now? Okay. Does it have, have to, to be up. from
0: your club? Or can I think it, it's got to be from your club. It's got to be from your gotta club. is this got to be passionate about it. Were you inspired it? by Will Schofield's return to I, the look,
5: waffle to side be honest, tomorrow? I thought he was coming back to AFL. Is I don't he, know how is I Will Schofield coming
0: back? He's coming
4: back to <laughs> <Yeah.
5: the> <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen oh. anything about it. The man knows how to promote He's a marketing genius. There were some pretty sultry photos <laughs> shared on social media of Will. Did you see them with his eyes I kind did. of dimmed, yeah, and I was I like, oh, it got me excited. Scully's oh, hello, right, Oh, well, not in a, not in a, what do you call it, not in a, non, a plutonic way, what do you call it? Anyway, sure. he's playing tomorrow for the Waffle League, it's inspired me. So if there was any player you could bring back to your club to help lift their spirits at the moment, who would it be and why?
0: Okay. Well, Tommy, let, give me give us your one. While we're waiting for people to, to get involved with this, I'll uh, give who one would you for each take? club. So for West Coast, and this is going to be
4: from left field, I would bring up bring back Big Red, Ash Hanson. Ash Hansen. So because Ash Hansen in his first, you can have any eagle ever. Yeah, well you You can't just pick the easy ones. So Ash Hansen, I think his first twenty or thirty games,
0: they didn't lose. Right, so you're going with the, if Ash Hansen's in the team, the West win. Coast Eagles cannot lose the game. Cannot lose. Right. I see. Secret okay, this ingredient. is smart, right? Yeah. You could ask for Jacko, or you could ask for Cuz, or Juddy, yeah. or Curry,
5: Bo Waters, yeah. Bo, someone Bo. like that yeah. who's a fearless defender,
4: lunatic, and now, great player from Freeway, There's only one, Clive. I want to see oh, Clive, to Waterhouse Clive Waterhouse, Waterhouse too <laughs> back out there. They could use a key forward <laughs> playing in a retro jumper, just lighting up the ground, and maybe Andrew Wills on All the right. wing. So
5: one triple three five three. Who would you bring back and why? And Tommy, we've got four tickets. Yes, to the, the, the
4: fever, to the West Coast Fever, who are absolutely flying at the moment, and not just four tickets, four seats right down near the floor. It includes premium beverage and hospitality for this weekend's game tomorrow, so you can experience the action and the excitement of a West Coast Fever game up. Close. So you could
0: smell the dinker up
4: One triple three five three. Which player are you bringing back and why yes. for your team? Doesn't have to be for the Eagles or the Dockers. You uh, could be so, a St Kilda fan. You don't exactly. need much
0: right now. You could just—it's just gravy for St Kilda fans, All
4: isn't it? Buckets. you Low. Yeah. Bring him back. Absolutely. Uh, one triple three five three. Who are you bringing back to help out your team and why? And you can be off to see the West Coast Fever tomorrow. Hey, JB's not too far away. Just after nine, Ryan. You really? have. Some inside stories, I reckon, about JB and the Channel 7 crew? Oh, sure. <laughs> Just start thinking now what's going on. I've got some really good stuff <laughs> ready to juicy. go. Hang on. Uh, now, well, we asked on 13353, which AFL player would you bring back to your footy team and why, Dan?
5: Well, yes, and it's considering like uh, West Coast is 17th on the ladder for a while. Let me check my ladder. Um, 13th. 13th. So, I need a bit of injection of spirit at the moment. Who would you bring back?
0: I just had a good mate of mine, Susie, text in and say, Prime Peter Matera.
4: Yeah. Fine. Imagine him T- running and up tear. and down. Yeah. that whale for home. That Optus. Yeah. Jeez, oh, you'd you'd look good. And
5: you wanted Clive Waterhouse in Clive for Waterhouse, free at the moment.
4: Bring back Big Red, Ash Hansen.
5: Yeah. The
4: secret ingredient. I'm
5: trying to think if there's anyone I thought was sort of a little bit, you know, good looker that I'd just bring back for... Uh, oh, Benny
4: Cousins um, has got in to, yeah, to Yeah, let's bring him back looking. for
5: just for a game. Still looks
4: all right. That'll be good. enough for the ladies. Well, all right. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> Tash from Auburn Grove. Who are you bringing back in white, Ash?
0: Tash?
3: I'm going West Coast Fever, and I want to bring back Bassett because I think she left on the wrong note and had such more potential to go. Oh, I like wow. that one. And, man, she shoot like, see
5: far See, Bass was huge for the Fever, wasn't she? Really she really was. She had a
3: good cult she following. She was a face of Fever, and then to leave like that and not finish on a high, I think she deserved it.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I, and there was a lot of, they were such a good side and they just couldn't quite get over the line of fever for a while. So, no, that's a great call. Well done.
5: Awesome. Thanks for the call, Tash. Troy's in Heathridge. Good morning, Troy. Good
3: morning. I'm a Frio uh, fan. How, um, how are
5: you feeling this morning? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the noise. No, that's <laughs> the lobster <laughs> tears yeah. are going good. That's, that's the noise yeah. of
0: every Frio. Oh, yeah. So, can you.
5: Yeah, I would definitely yeah. be bringing back in this day and age. It has to be Tony Modra. We need the target up there to grab hold
0: of the ball and that. kick some goals. I yeah.
4: love that. And I reckon Prime Tony Modra too before he came
0: to. No, for, I want Frio Tony knees. Modra. No, I want Frio Tony Modra with the, the Bob short Bob hair cut yep. and the pounding the yep. ground. Yeah, I want all that. The ten goals at the MCG against Melbourne when no that, one was yeah. there. That that Tony Modra is the actually sneaky good Tony Modra. Okay, I love yep. that.
5: He had a real Fisher-Price haircut, didn't he, Tony Mosher? <laughs>
0: he did. Like I, a Fisher-Price figurine. I know uh, what you mean. Yeah.
5: Thanks for the call, Troy. Dave's in Hammond Park. Hello, Dave.
0: Hey guys. Dave-o.
5: Who, who are you I've bringing got two, back?
0: I've got two. I've got uh, Chris Grant for the Bulldogs. Oh, yeah.
2: And everybody loves Dave Dave Bundy. So he's got more spine than half those blokes last night. So. and the other thing I want to say, my daughter's turning fifteen, so I want to get into the fever game. Oh, happy birthday, geez. happy birthday, Olivia! I say,
0: oh, Dave. Dave. happy
4: Gee. birthday, Olivia. Happy but birthday, oh, yeah, Olivia. now Danny's a suckhole. So she, there's absolutely no we chance you're not going. For Dave is there? We can't What's let that? her vote. Well, you like people ringing up, and it's their
0: birthday. Oh, I know,
4: I know. Happy but birthday. I also
5: like, I also like the two players that he wanted to bring back. Like, I'm a fan of Dave Mundy. Wow. And I think if, the, if Frio still had Dave Mundy, I think, you know. I liked, so I did like what he said. You, run.: I
0: like Troy, Tony Modra. Tommy, you're going to have to make the call here. So oh, it's really up to you.
5: And even Seabass for Tash. Like, look, we've got four tickets, don't we? We're split we do up. have
0: four
4: tickets. Could
5: we? Could we go...
4: Let's give two to Tash, because she's obviously a big Nepal yes. fan. Bring back fans, Bringing Clearly. back Seabass. Yeah. Uh, right. you, you can't go past Mods. So, uh, Troy from Heathridge, you yeah. can go see the West Coast Fever as well tomorrow. Uh, West Coast Fever are back on the attack against the Adelaide Thunderbirds tomorrow in a top-of-the-table clash in what will be their toughest challenge to date. Tickets are on sale now by Ticket Tech, now with limited capacity, so make sure you move quickly. Uh, Tickets are selling fast. But congratulations to Tash and to Troy from Heathridge. And thanks for the call, Dave. Uh, Happy
0: birthday to Olivia. We are sorry. There's still tickets, though. You can go grab some, Dave.
4: Yeah, and uh, Ryan, I just said, he'd like Freer to bring back uh, Rory Lobb. (laughs) (laughs) 92.9 Triple M. Yeah, good morning. Saturday morning. It's your weekend huddle. We uh, feel for the Dockers fans out there. They're probably still a bit salty mm-hmm. from last night, Rhino. Geez, yeah. Troy
5: from Heathridge before was still feeling a bit flat, wasn't he? Yeah, no,
0: you, that's the noise, what you say? Oh, yeah, that's that's how they're feeling right now. Because a lot of expectation this year for Fremantle fans. Yeah, I thought they'd be um up in the top eight for sure. I oh, did. I had them as a top four side, I had them as a bit contender. Natural progression, but they are a really young side, and I think sometimes we forget that. And we think, geez, they should be doing what they did last year. Sometimes it it's not linear. Your, yeah, your, your movement towards a contender or a premiership team it, it doesn't always go in order.
5: Mm. I'm excited to have James Brayshaw in studio later this hour. Catch up with JB. He was in town last night, of course, for the game, yep. and um, he's headed off to Adelaide.
4: I think for the golf tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, going mm. back to his old stomping ground. Mm. JB. But uh, coming up, West Coast have a massive game this morning. 11.45 live here on Triple M. Ryan will give us the latest on that. And we've got Beat the Huddle coming up. Some uh, 100 bucks of Market City meets could be coming your way shortly. Doc was lost last night, but today all the attention goes to the West Coast Eagles. And JB will be with us very shortly. But Rhino, 11.45 this morning, West Coast take on Port Adelaide. How yep. will they go?
0: guys? it's going to be another tough one. I mean, the personnel they've got out there, I think they had maybe 25, maybe 26 fit players able to walk around and actually play football this weekend. So they're up against it. Uh, but what we have seen from West Coast this year, which we didn't see as much last year, is, a, is and I know this sounds like club speak, they keep saying that, resilience piece. You would have heard that a thousand times, right? It's, it's one of their terms. But it is there. You can see it. Last week, down by 10 goals at halftime and actually won the second half. So that's one thing that's impressed me. So they go to Adelaide Oval you know, let's be honest, they're probably not going to win that game. Sorry, Dan, it, it's the it's the reality. It would, but any win they get this season, and in particular in this patch, is going to be mm. worth three or four, maybe more than that. Um, I don't expect them to show up in a winning capacity today, but what I have come to expect from West Coast is some fight, which I think is the big positive compared to last year.
5: I I I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh, you know, they're absolutely gonna they're gonna win. Like, cause I get, I get the way things yeah. are looking, but I have to agree. Like, you look at some of the young guys that are in there and the way their chemistry is starting to mm. work together, and they they don't back down. Like, I think. I think, was it last year the year before? Sometimes it looked like there was a tendency to just give up and yeah. then things get too far margins away from us. Margins blew
0: out, 100-point margins.
4: And was, I actually
5: think there's a lot of hope for going forward.
4: I was talking to Liam Duggan during the week, and he said he left the loss against Geelong actually quite upbeat. Mm. As much as they got smashed, he mm. said he was actually quite happy because last season they would have lost that game by yeah. 150 points. Yep. And yep. their injury list is ridiculous. Like I looked during the week, I think there's 11 players with Mm. TBC. Yeah, So to be confirmed how long they'll be out for, which doesn't read well, I think from a fan point of view, Ryan.
0: Yeah. Look, look, the injury reporting, that's a whole nother issue that we could dive into. And I think they do need to get better at being open and honest with their injuries. There's nothing to hide now. There's nothing to hide, guys. Just get it out there. If someone's out, tell us why and tell us as soon as you possibly can. I know sometimes there's reasons you can't, but just do what you you can do. I wrote something today for the paper about where West Coast are at and why they're having all of these injuries. And one of the the theories that I've come up with after speaking to a bunch of people affiliated with the club and around the club They realised that they were a bit slow, and they probably weren't as fit as they needed to be. They've hired a new bloke, Mark Kilgallen, killer, the Irishman. From Sydney? Uh, Yeah, he's Sydney Swans, also worked overseas in a lot of rugby union teams, et cetera. Very tough guy, intense, um, insane is the way he's been described. He's basically been brought in to break him or bend him, or they'll thrive, and a lot of the guys, they're pulling up sore because the training load was insane to get them to this fitness level that you need to be at to be an AFL player nowadays. Right? West Coast was slow. They probably weren't as fit as they needed to be, and credit to them, they've realized that. I think a lot of the soft tissue stuff we're seeing now, where you're seeing soreness with two or three or four or five or ten players, that's coming from that. Now, this is a steps backwards to go forward, so as I've said today, You take your penicillin. This is your time where you're actually growing something. So it's different to last year. Yes, the injury list looks the same. But there are different reasons behind it. And I think that is a good thing. There's still lots of work to do.
4: Now, the good news is uh, Luke is back. So Luke's he's back. I was overcome just about to say, the hammy and the soft tissues. It must have been an exciting day. Yeah,
5: well, I was going to say before we were talking about if you could bring back a player in their prime oh, to come. Oh, I'm Luke Shuey. 2016 to 20. Was that, was that his prime? I don't well, know. I've been with him since. I've been with him since the start of 2014, and I can't even that's, remember when I, his heyday was. That's how he but, did
4: his hammy. What's that? Just moving
5: on. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm keep really it simple, excited <laughs> for him to be back. I mean, yeah, it's it's uh, hard having your partner away to play, but you want to see them playing and getting games. And I think if we can string quite a few together, he gets to celebrate his 250th sometime later this season, which, oh, is, which is nice for the fam. So yeah. fingers crossed.
4: Mm. Yeah, so if they can keep it to six or seven goals, I think that's a pretty good effort against yeah. Port Adelaide away.
5: Yeah,
0: I think so too. Like Port Adelaide are one of those sides that when they get it run on, they can really do some damage, but they're not – you know, they're not a top four side in my opinion. So, uh, you know, maybe five, six guys. Isn't All it interesting? If they
5: win, I'm coming in here next week and I'm going to make <laughs> both of you. There's no one here. I was going to say do a nudie run of the, of the office, but there's cameras. So you can get your jocks on, but that's what
4: you're doing. 92.9 at Triple M. It's the weekend huddle with Ryan Daniels, Danny Shewing, Tom Atkinson. JB, not too far away. Now, Danny, uh, TV news. I have I've worked <laughs> in it a bit. You've yes. done quite a lot of TV stuff. Yeah. Now we often find that even the best can make mistakes, and so oh, here we go. So we'll start off because the great man Basil, who Ryan knifed to get the job at,
5: oh, in the six pm How about news, that? We, no, should do, we should talk about it's that. A more ceremonial handover, from the great man.
0: He's on <laughs> actually. He's back on here tonight. Baz on Is Seven he? News. Yeah, he's why, coming in. Why one... are you
5: out for dinner or
4: something? Yeah, well, I might have got sacked after what you're about to show. <laughs> so we love Baz, and he's a big NBA fan. So I'll start off with some of Baz's best work.
2: One of the NBA's biggest stars is in hot
3: water on the eve of the playoffs, Giannis Antetokounmpo.
5: <laughs> that's oh, iconic, isn't it? Poor Giannis,
0: guy. Giannis. Antetokounmpo. But
5: that's, but that's classic. That's a, I've that's got this, one. and I know how to pronounce it. Just yeah. whack it up on the audio, and it will roll off the tongue. The Not best bit that there is when he, uh,
4: he paused halfway through when he realised he, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. he knew.
5: and yeah, because he, sometimes
0: you don't have a chance to pre-read, right? So he would have seen that name pop up and just gone, oh, cr- I've got to have a crack at this." Yeah, but like, and and you know, it was a it was a fair crack. In Baz's defence, I still mm. can't pronounce the name. So. Got, there you go.
4: Is he
5: Greek? Antetokounmpo. Yeah,
0: too? there you go. Now you. Try to say
4: it, Tommy. No, I'm out. Thank you. Is he,
5: is he Greek? Though. Yeah, he's, he's well, but, Greek. Well, Baz should have known. Bit, how of, how heritage. Bit of heritage. A Greek freak. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now it's happened week, to yeah. one of our own. <laughs> In the studio, one of the one of our own in the studio that happens to read Sport on 7, yeah. um, was talking about the know. golf, yeah. Tommy. Yeah.
4: So the Live Golf, which is uh, over there in Adelaide, and they have a Pro-Am, Danny, yes. which is a celebrity-style tournament beforehand. And yeah. they get some people up there and, they, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, let's yeah, get yeah. some, here comes Luke Shuey, here comes Danny yeah, yeah, Shuey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, play the game beforehand. And now Ryan claims to be... The next Jack Nicholas of golf reporting, right? Yeah. He's re- comes he comes in here on his know, Saturday, yeah, yeah. Expl- checkered pants, yeah. little cool hat on. Yeah. In
5: between social basketball and and yeah. social golf. Did you see like-
4: Cam Smith last <laughs> night? Yeah,
5: always chatting golf.
4: Now during the week, he had to interview uh, Travis Head, yep. who is of course Triple M's own Travis Head as well. Mm. But he uh, is a former cricketer, yes. or still still a current cricketer. A current sorry, with the Australian Test team. Yeah. he played in the pro am. Now Ryan's job. Was to introduce him. So I'll just play it the first time. Sure. And you can see if you can hear where Ryan did his own Baz-Yanis moment.
0: Today, celebrities got their chance to shine in the pro-am. Aussie battler Travis Head, batter, not battler, even skipped his honeymoon for a round.
5: You <laughs> called him a battler. He's an international cricketer and he called him a battler.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Travis Head. You are clearly not a battler. I'm a battler. Do you know what was I'm, really... I am a battler. Could you, yeah. could
5: you play it you Did you see how he went back on what he said?
0: Today, celebrities got their chance to shine in the pro-am. Aussie battler Travis Head, batter, not battler, even skipped his honeymoon for a round. <laughs> you just couldn't let it go. Nah, I couldn't let I, As soon as I said it, I thought, jeez, this is not going to go well. I thought no. of you idiots too as soon as I said it. Like, <laughs> yes, no, this good. is going to show
4: up. They're
5: going to pull that audio oh, up for Saturday. Wow. alright
4: triple three five three. if you would like to play the uh, Beat the Huddle, here on a Saturday morning. Up for grabs this morning. Market City Meats, $100 Ooh, voucher to spend down there in Canningvale. Yeah. Go see Timmy Hewitt. In a good uh, Tell him Triple M sent you down. The heart of the Canningvale markets and the largest retail butcher shop in WA, supplying families. Fresh meat for over 35 years. Pretty simple. You call up, you take on Danny or Ryan. Danny. More likely Danny. Hasn't uh, won yet. If you can knock her off in a Best of Five quiz, you win that 100 bucks no. to spend at Market City Meats. Yep. One, triple three, five, three. One, triple three, five, three. A JB is downstairs. He just called me and said, can I go get him in? So uh, he'll be <laughs> in the station. Gotta <laughs> leave the great man outside. What are you we doing? Well I've got to do the quiz. I've got oh, to knock knock well, this out. Okay, you win! Sure win.
5: Alright, so we are playing Beat the Huddle. Now how this works, guys. If you've listened to it before, you'll know that most people pick me because you've got to verse myself or Rhino mm. in a bit of a pop quiz, bit of a sports culture quiz, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and I've uh, stated
0: 20- I will not be losing a single quiz for the year, so it's up to you. If you <laughs> want to win, I wouldn't be playing me.
5: And you basically have to, yeah, out, um, out. Yeah, so you, so you pick video. Danny or Ryan, yeah.
0: mm. who
4: you want to take on and beat the huddle, and it's a best of five quiz. Uh, first of three wins, you get it right, you win 100 bucks to spend at Market City Meats. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. on the line now is Pat from Sterling. Hello, Pat. Hi, how are Pat. you going? Yeah, good morning, guys.
5: How are you? Yeah, yeah well, good, thank you, Patty.
4: Now, Pat, you know how to play. You have to pick Danny or Ryan here for Beat the Huddle. Who would you like to take on?
5: I'd like to pick Danny. Oh, smart man. Oh, smart. No he's a smart Irishman, old Patty. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> all right. So you've got to use your name as the buzzer, Pat. And uh, Rhino, you're going to read out some questions yeah, for
0: us. Yeah, I sure am. Let's see how
4: we Tell go. Tell you what, I
5: wouldn't mind. Do I get to keep the Market City Meets voucher if I get a nice awesome
0: ribeye? <laughs> Take on the Outback Adventure?
5: <laughs> no, it goes to next all right, week. All let's all do right. it. Go. Question
0: number one The Anzac Day match Tuesday is between which two AFL teams? Hardy. Oh, Patty.
5: Oh, hang on, his bus is meant to be Pat, not Patty, but okay, yep, go Pat. <laughs> it's between Collingwood and Essendon.
0: Oh, the <laughs> accent. Which part of Ireland are you from, Patty? I'm from Derry. Oh, Very beautiful, nice oh, okay, part of Question right. two so Thousands good. flocked to a coastal West Aussie town on Thursday to see the solar eclipse. Which town?
5: Danny. Oh. Patty. Exmouth. Correct. So
4: one apiece, one one to Danny. It's a best of three. And one to Patty. First to get three. First to three. Oh, and Patty's just dropped out unfortunately. So he's oh, uh, best of five, first of oh, three. No. So we'll try and get Paddy back. we it, it is one all. He's dropped out, yeah. So um, <laughs> <Is but> back, <laughs> he'll be back in a couple of seconds. So, Danny, best of five, first of three. Now, you've all actually right. started okay. All right. Wow. Let's
5: see if we can get Paddy. Is he there?
4: All right. Paddy, you are back with us? I'm here. Uh, out, yeah. geez, how right, well, that's well that's are, are we going? Okay, Far out. So right, okay, so, so it's <laughs> one each. Question number three
0: in the worst quiz of all time. Rhino. Okay, how many points did Frio lose by last night?
5: Paddy. Danny. Oh, Paddy. Forty five approximately. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. You cannot give an approximate answer. Uh seventy.
0: Well that's approximately wrong too. Oh, yes. What was that? Oh. Uh, forty nine. Forty nine. Uh, okay, question four. What round of footy is this weekend?
5: Party? Danny. Oh. Party. What do you mean what round six? We'll go with pat, round. sorry. Round six. Ah, oh, oh, well, there you well, go. So, I gave him right. the answer. Then. So two, two to Paddy, one
4: two to one. one. to Danny. Question number five. On, if Paddy gets this right, he takes the win and the <laughs> market city meets voucher. I'm starting to question that accent too. I'm not sure what <laughs> that was. <laughs> Paddy,
5: taking,
0: taking the piws. Oh. A small plane crashed into the water at which Perth beach on Thursday. Paddy,
5: Paddy,
4: Paddy, Paddy, Leighton. Like, oh,
5: damn. Patty again. Yes. I was going to say the Swan River because I saw the story pop up online but I never clicked on it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw that they were fine. Didn't so I thought, oh, that's good. Just They're down good. from you there at well, well done, Pat. Look, you were fun <laughs> to play against where your, your accent is questionable but yeah, you've scored sure yourself a $100 You're Market City Meats voucher yeah. in Canning Vale. So enjoy it. Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend. Thank Thank you, to you, Patty. be sure,
4: to be sure. Thank you, Patty. Uh, Market <laughs> City Meats the heart what of the Canning Vale markets and the Whoa. largest retail butcher shop in WA supplying families fresh meat for over 35 years. Make a nice Irish stew. Let's hope JB mm. didn't hear that because he might not be coming on the show after that. <laughs> Effort sh- 92.9, triple M. Now, we're not too far away of going to the Saturday Rub, which of course is led by the best in the business in James Brayshaw, and he's in Perth and in the studio. Morning, JB.
1: I've nearly had enough of the blokes I'm working with, by the way. (laughs) I'd rather come and work with you. (laughs) I want to kick
5: off with this. Now, my husband, Luke, he is an avid listener of your show, doesn't listen to The Weekend Huddle, but listens to JB and Bill, and his favourite part is the jokes, okay? Now, you never laugh at Because they're not joke. funny. No, no but, is there, but has he ever once stumped you and you've actually gone, no, do you know what, it wasn't bad? A
1: couple of times. I can't go with the one that did stump me because this is a family show, uh, but it had to do with a couple of nuns riding through the Vatican City. <laughs> on, the, on the cobblestones. Uh, yeah, I didn't see that one, at the end of that one, and that was actually funny. But my, the problem is because the show's now 14 years old and the joke's been going for, I don't know, eight years He's told them all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At least once and often twice and now he's going into the third time. So even if it's a funny joke, you don't laugh when you hear it for the third time.
5: Actually, Andrew Embley does that. He rehashes the same gags every couple of weeks just to...
4: Did you hear Bad. Embers tell the, uh, the Buddy Franklin sauna story this week on fire? Yeah. I heard it
0: eight times. Eight times. Come <laughs> yeah, on, yeah, you're better than I that. I felt like I was in the sauna with Embers and Buddy <laughs> by the end of the week. Yeah, you're better than that. Uh, what did you think of last night's game, JP? Fremantle? a a little bit disappointing.
1: No, more than a little bit for me. I, I mean, I had high hopes for them this year. I thought they'd sort of evolved from what was a pretty good 2022. Um, I, I reckon they've become very reactive. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're being hunted. Uh, and, you know, so the analogy I used in my head when I was going back from the game last night is they're like a boxer on the ropes covering up, you yeah. know, whereas when boxers are at their best, they're moving forward and landing blows and really putting some offensive pressure on the other fighter. But they they look to me like they're absolutely just sort of holding their hands up above their head and sort of wondering what what's coming next. So, you know, and they've got a brutal month. I think they've got Geelong, Sydney, Brisbane, mm-hmm. and maybe even Melbourne, Melbourne in the next five weeks. So... If they don't start getting offensive in their thinking, then the season could very easily get away from them. So for me, I reckon they've got to switch the thinking around from being hunted to actually starting to hunt again.
5: What about the Rory lob stuff as well? Like when you see Alex Pierce going out there before the game starts and getting into his grill straight away, do you, do you like to see that? Or do you I think you've got
1: to fly the flag. I don't mind that. And it was all pretty sort of tame when you think about it. But it's much more about what you do, as your husband knows, once the game actually bloody starts. And... Um, No, they had a good patch in the second quarter for about 8, 10 minutes where it looked like they got the game back on sort of terms. But the rest of the time, it was all about the Western Bulldogs. And if they'd kick straight, it would have been, you know, 70 points.
5: But do you know what's interesting, though? I said to Luke last night, I texted him, and I said, what do you think about players going up to old teammates and doing that. And he said, look, if we are up against Willie tomorrow, he goes, you'll give him a little bit if you're going in a contest together, but actually coming out like that, I just thought it was a bit much. Oh, I just, felt for Rory. But it was the
0: grenades Dan. Yeah, On his way out, he wasn't coached right. Oh, I didn't mm. have a good relationship with JL. All so that yeah. That's the stuff. Okay. You can leave. People leave. Yep. But you, you just you got to watch the jabs on the mm. way out. Right. So he'll take his medicine. He played oh, okay. He, and they won, so yeah, that's fine. Exactly. But
1: as, as we said last night, normally these days when a player leaves, they do a big passage on social media yeah, saying yeah. it was a privilege to play yeah. for the love club. Love the club. Love the fans. So many mates. There was none of that. And, no. and fair enough to him too. If he if he had some sort of, you know, what on the liver, then that's fine. He was yep. authentically leaving the way he left, but I think that's done now.
4: You've had a uh, good relationship with Adam Simpson. What yes. have you made of West Coast, and where do you see them to See them today? <sighs>
1: well, I don't know enough about what's going on internally, obviously, but, geez, their um, attrition rate is ridiculous. Yep. It is ridiculous. And I don't care. how You can be Jock McHale rolled into Al Clarkson, it doesn't matter who you are. When you've got that sort of selection dilemma every single week and then losing players in game repeatedly... Um, it's just tough it's it's very tough to get anything going when that's you know that's happening so I don't know whether it's a, an issue with what they're doing strength and conditioning wise i know that p- department will be very passionately defending what they're doing but it's it's been happening for too long you're a, a good mate of his though. so it, not as from a football sense just from a
0: i mean I get every Monday night he comes on seven news yep. I've done it for 30 weeks they've won three games in that span so i, <laughs> I feel fault. for him when he comes on, or maybe on the problem when he come, and i, I he's tries so hard to keep it positive yep. and keep that energy because he's leading all these
1: young mm. men. Yep.
0: But he, personally, I mean, it he, he must be tough for him.
1: Well, I'd, yeah, no doubt. And, you know, I had a good dinner with him and JL actually during, as in um, Justin Langer, during the summer and he was up and about and he was really positive about what they're doing and, you know, the kids they've got coming through. And I think the kids look pretty Not good from what you can same. see. Yeah. So I think there's light at the end of the tunnel. But if you can't, you know, uh, f- so for me, Melbourne, obviously I've got to focus with that with Angus. Um When you have got consistent problems getting your back six Mm organised and able to play the same game every week, uh, you do get exposed defensively and, you know, they've had Lever out, they've had May out, they've had Salem out, you know, they've had repeated issues in that part of the ground. So, you know, for Melbourne, uh, if you spoke to Goody, he'd say, I just want that six every week, able to establish what we need to do behind the ball. So for Simo, he hasn't got that anywhere on the ground. No, not one area. So I feel for him because it's so hard to win in AFL footy anyway when you – Got those sort of issues, it's much harder. Are you heading back to Adelaide tomorrow for Live Golf?
4: I'm going today. Actually. Today,
1: we, so I will finish with this rabble. I'm about to go on air with. Um, I don't know where Bill's at. I, I, I honestly don't. Um, Damo, <laughs> Bernie Vince, yeah, you need to listen to the uh, the Saturday Rub because yeah. Bernie Vince we sent into a press conference with the head of Live. Yeah. He asked the worst question <laughs> I've ever well, Ryan, not, that's you, not his
5: background. He's not media. Uh, look at Danny as,
1: as an him. interviewer yeah. and as a, as a journal of high quality, you yeah. wait and hear this question. Oh, no. Like the head of Liv rang me and said, never send your junior <laughs> burger my way again. Oh, my. So it damages our oh. brand. You know, I, I say to all of our, I like Bill, when he makes an idiot of himself, I say, but you're representing all of us as well <laughs> like as your stupid <laughs> self.
4: So anyway, you need to hear that. Uh, Saturday Rob, 10 a.m. with JB Billy. Purple and Bernie Vince. And then, of course, West Coast take on Port Adelaide. Thank you, JB.
1: Great to see you all.
5: You too. Good luck today, mate.
4: Pretty soon we're going to head off to the West Coast and Port Adelaide. But first up, how would you guys feel about not just breaking a Guinness World Record, but rowing from one side of a planet to the other?
5: I just don't know if I could ever do it.
0: I definitely couldn't do (laughs) it. (laughs) I'd I'd barely get out of... Uh, out of Perth. I, if I left from Elizabeth Quay, I'd be gone by South Perth.
5: Yeah, yeah. Now, there's a guy that is doing it. His name is Rob Barton. He's a Perth local. He's doing it all in aid of mental health. Good morning, Rob. Good morning. Rob, Carnarvon to Tanzania. You leave on Monday. You're going to be um, doing this. No one's ever attempted a solo solo paddle of this stretch before. What on earth has gotten into you?
2: Yeah, yeah, good question. <laughs> well, look, originally I was I was uh, aiming to row to Mauritius, but when I started researching it, I found that nobody, because there's been seven solo crossings of the Indian Ocean, but they've all stopped at islands along the way. And when I found out that no one had actually gone all the way to Africa nonstop, I thought, well, I'm going to go, I might as well. Try and do something that's not been done before.
5: How <laughs> so, much research has gone into it?
2: Oh, quite a lot, quite a lot. And I, and I have to say, I've had a huge amount of help from UWA. Their uh, oceanography team have, have um, been on board with, with um, a whole load of data modelling around best places to leave. They've modelled the uh, the weather conditions as they've actually been for the last 20 years and they've and they've plugged that into a forecasting model as well. So I'll be getting daily updates from them um, or through their, through their modelling tool. Um, to sort of give me the the, uh, the hopefully the optimal course to steer and the quickest way to get there.
0: Yeah, now, Rob, all the planning's great, but what are you scared of? Because if it were me, I would risk uh, as sharks would be number yes. one. Um, yeah. some other Fatigue. random sea creature that's out <laughs> in the middle of there you don't know about. Waves, big waves. Like, what? How are you going to do this? What about the safety aspect?
2: Yeah. So look, I mean, the the, the number one thing probably when when you're on on a long expedition is water you know we don't i think two or three days is all we can go without water so i make my own water with a with a desail unit that's probably you know making sure that that continues to work and i've got a spare for that as well so yeah making sure that continues to work is probably the number one thing not just peeing into a bottle and uh, (laughs) the sun. (laughs) waiting
4: waiting for it to
0: rain uh,
5: rob i do have to ask you now you're you're doing this um for your daughter so your daughter jess she struggled with Depression and anxiety, and um, from what I've read, she actually wasn't aware that she was she was suffering was suffering in silence, effectively. So, so what's the message behind why you're doing this?
2: Yeah, so look, I think she was aware. It's just that she was very good at hiding it, and I wasn't aware. And I and I um I have to say, my um history with mental health is not. You know, I've, I've not had mental health issues, and I've actually been really uh, not very understanding of those who have had mental health issues, I'm, I'm ashamed to say. Um, and when my daughter, you know, she she attempts to take her own life a couple of years ago, and she is in a much better place now, she's had a lot of, a lot of professional help, um, and she's, you know, I think she's incredibly courageous in allowing her story to be shared. Um, but um, you know the message out there really is, is so I'm doing this for um, to raise three hundred thousand dollars for Zero to Hero. They're a youth mental health charity that is um, is really focused on prevention. So they're out there educating our youth and giving them the tools to not just help themselves but also to help their peers. Because you know teenagers talk much more to their peers than they do to than they do to their parents. Yeah, and. Uh, and so, so, really, sort of, their, you know, their education in that in that sphere, I think, is is uh, is excellent. And you know, they they and they do this with thousands of kids every year. So you know, the more help we can give them, I think. Um, well, as I say, there is no cure to suicide. Prevention is the only option. Um, I think what they're doing is amazing.
0: Well, Rob, uh, we've all either got kids or about to have kids. So we we, we are really grateful for what you're doing because uh, that sounds like a wonderful cause. Kids need all the help that they can get. But we can support your cause at mycause.com.au and search Australia to Africa. Is that how we donate? Australia to the number two Africa.
2: That's right. Yeah. Or you can go to my Facebook page, which is uh, Rob's Row. And then there's a link to Michael's at the top of that page as well. And please share. And we get, you know, more people that can follow and share, the more people will click on that Michael's link and and, uh, and donate, which would be fantastic. I'm
5: going to be watching intently. 150 yeah, to 220 days, roughly, it's going to take Rob to do and this. And I reckon row, so. 300.
2: I reckon,
4: I reckon Triple M family can help get it up to the 500 kind of numbers. Yeah.
5: Yeah, let's come on. Let's make well,
4: a big thing about be it, Well, that amazing. If you yeah. opened up your uh, ashtray in your car, oh. you might be able to get us pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> big bucks there at seven. Here we go. Uh, Thanks, Rob. I appreciate you joining us. Good luck uh, heading off from Carnarvon on Monday. uh We'll check in along the way. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Thank you very much. Thanks, Rob. Cheers, Bye.
5: Good on him. Yeah. Fire Big up. effort. That's a no, massive that's, effort.
4: He's I a don't good like human. walking to the shops.
0: <laughs> yes. Same,
5: <it's> the same. <laughs> do you know
4: what?
0: Part. Let's start it at new GoFundMe. <laughs> Tommy's going to walk to the shops, and we want 100 grand if yeah. he could do, oh, do it. He's not going to do it. He's not going to be able
5: to do it. But, hey, listen, the show's about to wrap up, and mm. I do have something that I want to. Um, Present to Ryan. Oh, uh, not hello. long ago, we talked oh, about his social basketball. they have got some audio there, Tommy. Play basketball. Oh. This kid he goes, "All right,
0: old balls." <laughs> Suddenly, I'm old balls. Different team. This guy comes up to me and he's talking trash, and he calls me old balls as well. <laughs> <laughs>
5: All right, so you're being called old balls on the social basketball <laughs> A of court. Times. So I present to you a gift from the weekend huddle. Oh, this is good. Which I want you to wear <laughs> at this weekend's game. Can you just describe it for us, Rhino?
0: Oh, it's a it's a basketball jersey and it says Old Balls on it and it's got my face looking quite concerned.
5: <laughs> I don't know what you were saying during uh, the Channel Seven news read there, but you look absolutely uh, Old oh, Balls. A shocker,
4: right above your face. Yeah,
5: with a number seven on well, the back. Well, I tell you what, game, Old so Balls had a pretty good game the other night. <laughs> I'm old I'm balls. Throw it at you. I want to see Thank you wear it much. this week, and I want to get you a photo of it. Hey, thanks for listening. Into the weekend huddle, old balls. Tommy Atkinson, myself. Yeah, we'll chuck that photo
4: up on socials uh, shortly. Uh, We are off to the Saturday Rub. JB, thanks for coming in. Uh, And then West Coast taking on Port Adelaide. After that, massive game at Adelaide Oval. But next up, the Saturday Rub. JB, Billy, Bernie, Vince, and Purple. Have a great Saturday. Enjoy the sun. (laughs) That's it for
0: this week's edition of 92.9 Triple M's Weekend Huddle.
3: These legends will be back next week for all things sport and a side carry on.
0: But until then, remember to get the podcast from the listener app.